later in the episode. Every game that I own that I had on the PlayStation and I owned it on the 64, the 64 version was always better than the PlayStation version. I disagree. Mortal Kombat. All right, look at, all right, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we should staple a tank to an airplane and staple sell it to a, the government. Staple a tank to an airplane. Yeah, we're going to staple a tank to an airplane. And you got a flying tank. I felt like this has been done. Has it? I don't. I mean, it sounds like a great idea. I mean, why not, you know. You yeah, got, and I can poke holes in it, both literally and figuratively. <laughs> I mean, the tank could be made of, like, ceramic paper or something, you know, like. You know those like piece of paper you just like keep wetting and putting together and like do it that way. Yeah, but like if you're gonna do that, like you you want a tank to be strong, you have to build a tank out of stuff. How are you gonna get the tank to fly? So are you saying this is a failed invention? Possibly. Let's talk about it. Talk about failed inventions. Failed inventions. Hell yeah! Welcome to the C Roller and Willie podcast. I'm C Roller. And I'm Willie. If we're gonna talk about failed inventions, well, I want to talk about. Uh, something that gets brought up in my family a lot, like every time we talk about media and shit, which is Laserdisc. Yeah, I actually, uh, we had one growing up. Laserdisc, basically, it was the size of like an LP. Oh, it's like a size of record, a yeah. record disc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically the precursor to CDs and DVDs. You know, but it was bigger, and it was definitely better than what came after it. It had higher quality, like. The capability of doing higher quality videos and shit. And they're expensive, though. That, that, that's probably the reason why it didn't take off, though, is because it was expensive. Yeah, when, uh, when I had one growing up, and my mom loved that disc, or what is it called, laser disc? Laser disc. Yeah, and my mom loved it because when we had our uh, VHS player, the VH, VHS player started eating the tapes, and then you got that long, you know, like, long ribbon and stuff, and with the laser disc, you know, it still worked and you know you know the only way it didn't work if you scratched a disc yeah i mean but that's the same thing that happens yeah. with cds and dvds yeah we yeah. knew those took off yeah like we we loved that laser disc growing up but laser disc was a, it was a superior product that just failed probably because of the price point and it being too new at the time but it essentially was what made way for cds and dvds yeah it was it was a great invention the problem with it, too, there wasn't, like, a lot of variety of movies made for it. Yeah, I think that's the reason why Betamax and VHS uh, had uh, went head-to-head and VHS won. is because companies like Disney uh, went to VHS, which was also, my dad was holding out on uh, on Blu-ray for the longest time. I did, too. Because he's like, I've seen this before, Laserdisc, Beta, VHS. I'm like, yeah, but uh, Blu-ray's the thing that's happening. You know what's funny about and you know, it? The, the, here's the thing. What, what what told me that it was the next thing, what Blu-ray was going to be the next thing after DVD, was Disney. Disney, yep. As soon as Disney <laughs> dropped all their stuff, as soon as they remastered. You know, it's um, funny because I went, I, I, I stood away from Blu-ray for a long time, and I just stuck with just DVD. And then when I went to Blu-ray, I didn't even notice a fucking difference. But then when I put in a regular DVD, I would notice the quality. There is a Poorly, difference, but yeah. honestly, anything over, as far as I'm concerned, anything over 720 is harder to recognize yeah. than the jump between 480, which is eight, which is SD, to 720, which is HD. Yeah. That jump from, from standard to high def was the biggest. So digital media made a huge jump. Right. So that's, that, that's why most people don't see the difference, because there isn't that huge jump from standard to high def. 
We were going from 720 to 1080 to 4K. Oh, by the way, they did do a flying tank. <laughs> but it wasn't like a flying tank. It was on a glider. They would like, you put it on a glider, then it'll glide the tank into the battlefield. I mean, here's uh. the thing. I can literally, you could shoot that thing down. Yeah. You, you almost have to glide it in because that's a lot trying of weight. To do, trying to do a plane, like we have big carrier jets and stuff like that, but if you're trying to do like a, a flying tank, like as soon as you hit the ground, you still got wings hanging out of it. You're not parachuting it in like no. tank, like like modern. Mo- yeah, tank. they do. Mo- they do parachute modern tanks in, right? Yeah, I mean, they do lots of crate drops like that. Speak of like flying stuff, what do you think about the uh, the whole Zeppelin thing? It was a fail only because of the necessary the necessity of what they had to do, what they had to accomplish. Zeppelins like they have to have a light uh, a light uh, air source, right? And there's only certain ones that are light enough to lift off the ground. And you know, like helium is one of them, and then hydrogen, hydrogen is another. That's why the uh, Hindenburg exploded the way it did, because they decided to go with helium, and helium's a very no, flammable. I think they went with hydrogen. Hydrogen? Are you sure? That I'm aware of. Uh, it was it was indeed hydrogen, and hydrogen is very flammable by yeah. all like it is a it is a really highly burnable thing. Like I'm not gonna consider like a Zeppelin being a failed product because on top of well, the blimps and stuff are being here's used. the thing. On top of the helium the diesel fuel that it used to uh, heat heat up the thing to make it rise and, right. and stuff, that also ignited after it crashed. Gotcha. So it was just, well, the thing is, it was like a hazard no matter what, you know. Yeah. The, the biggest thing is, is they didn't have access to a safer uh, uh, thing to fill it with. And they're far more expensive to make than what it is for an airplane. Speaking of uh, it coming back, they have blimps and stuff. But there's also they're trying to make like sky cruise ships. Oh no shit! They, I I've seen it. They they're trying to make sky- so they're bringing that shit back, huh? Yeah, and everybody everybody's afraid of it because of Hindenburg. Yep. Yeah, but what what was nice about the Hindenburg at the time, like I was reading into this, that it was more space, you know, than a commercial, you know, airplane. You know, you had more space. You had your own room. You had your own bedroom. You had you know your own little dining room. You had all that space. But the problem was that airplanes were being made at the time, and they're far cheaper than building a Zeppelin. Yeah, but there's there are uses for different types. Oh, of and planes are faster. There are uses. You can carry more on a right. Zeppelin. And actually, I I know what you're saying because now they're doing these. Uh, well, I'm not gonna call them Zeppelins, but they're making these airships as like drop offs, you know, for like hurricane victims and stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah. But that's not going to be out till uh, 2025, I don't think. Ah. So we're going to have to wait a few more years to see how it goes. And then if it fails, we're going to be, that's going to be on our failure inventions. I can give you one that's actually come back again. All right. Which is electric vehicles. Back in the day, GM had a really popular one called the EV1. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And <coughs> it had the same problem a lot of Teslas do now. And a lot of people are afraid of it because the batteries can overheat right yeah and sometimes they 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 combust well a couple of them had that happen and there was a massive recall and a whole bunch of stuff well that's what's going on with ford right now with their uh, electric trucks it's a it's a repeating cycle yeah it is it kind of sucks i think electric vehicles could be a thing 
But you got to change the power grids. That's one thing. Like you could go to a gas station at any like practically every corner of like a of town because it takes a lot of uh, but energy to charge. There's the still a lot of areas like around our area where there just aren't chargers at all. Yeah, because I actually learned this in my electrical class uh, last Thursday. They, my teacher was saying like to charge an electric car actually cost you know uses a lot more electric than what you actually think it does. Like it's a lot. Well, yeah, because you're pulling it off of a grid that's literally being generated by coal and oil. Yeah, because the power stations don't, you know, it's not producing enough energy to, you know, be able to, you know. That like, too. Yeah. We already have energy problems. Yeah, and then, you know, having like 100% electric cars, it, it ain't going to work. What was cool about it, like, it was like the beginning of like electric cars at the time, right? But I think that failed because like a lot, like I think hybrid cars were coming out around like shortly after that, wasn't it? I mean, kind of, but I feel like, A, it was too new for anybody to really, for the general populace to get on board. The people who did want it were almost all, were almost all in California. <laughs> Always California. You ever heard of the Dimaxian House? The what? Dimaxian House. No. All right, so basically what it is, is kind of think of like a modular home, right? But. This was like back in like the 1930s where they would drop this house off on your property and they can get it built within like two days. Oh, okay. That sounds yeah, cool. Yeah, it's a cool idea. But the problem with it is the interior of the house is always going to look the same. Oh, I see. Yeah. That's so, not necessarily a bad thing. Though. No. Like they, it's a dome shape. We, have, we basically have the same idea now. Yeah. But done through charity work called... Uh, uh, Habitat for Humanity, they just, they build houses really quickly. Yeah, and it was just a dome-shaped house. You know, the reason why it was dome-shaped oh, is because dome of- dome-shaped. Dome. Dome-shaped. Oh, my shape. dad would love this. Yeah. It, like, look at a picture of this. That's what it looked like. Yeah, I thought it was cool that they can get this house built, you know, within two days. But I think it failed, too, because you're, it only had uh, two bedrooms, you know, a couple bathrooms, but they're, like, you know, closet closet-sized bathrooms. And, you know, at the time, like in the 30s, people were having like, you know, like eight kids, you know, six kids. So, you know, it would be perfect like today, but not, you know, back then when, you know, you had multiple children. I, I like Dome the houses. Idea. Here's the thing. Domed, domed houses are actually way better for structure, too, mm-hmm. because like they're resistant to weather and wind and shit. And like if if the snow gets on it, you don't have to worry about the roof because it's sliding. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> the wind so like, blow the snow right off. I thought that was a, like a pretty crazy invention, and I, you know, I wish it would have took off because it would have changed, you know, like the way the houses were built today. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I I like the fact that we do have modular homes, but they're made so cheap and everything. Like, and they're easily like if it catches on fire, it's it's gonna poof. Completely in a different direction here. <laughs> All right, I got one. I got one for you. Google Glass. Google Glass. Yeah. yeah. When did when, when did that even like? Two thousand twelve. Yeah, because I could have sworn I heard about it. It was a funny. It was a funny internet meme for a while. Like people were making fun of it for the longest time because of how terrible it looked. They were just trying to copy shit off of like RoboCop. I mean, the the, the idea behind it is is alright. But it was just a terrible imp- implementation of it. It's basically not even fully glasses. It's just like a little thing that goes across the front of your eye. And 
I think the biggest problem is the fact that it could record things out of nowhere. Wait, it did recording? Yeah. What the you fuck? You can record what you were looking at. I didn't yeah, I didn't know that. Were any sold? Not really that many. I mean it had a back in two thousand twelve it was over a thousand dollars. How much? Pair, uh, over over a thousand dollars. Whoa, that was back in two thousand twelve. Fifteen hundred. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a that's lot of expensive money. Expensive as shit. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, apparently, it only lasted three years. Is it like as good as like a smartwatch, or is it just not good? even? Not not. You just record it. That's it. Like it has it has like it's augmented reality in front of your eye, with different functions. But I I feel like a smartwatch does a lot more because yeah, hey, you can keep track of your vitals. You can send texts and shit. Like it's gonna be hard to do that with your eye. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even if you talk to it, it's still easier to talk into like your wrist. Yeah, like and so you're trying to talk up, up into your eye. Like, someone could come up to you and be like, "Hey, what's up?" Right, right by your eye, it like messes everything up. <laughs> I don't think it was that great. No, I didn't. Even, I didn't even think the you know the smart watches was even going to work out, but you know it, it did. Yeah, and I think like anymore, like these watches, like it's kind of like you have to have it, you know, because. If you don't have your phone on you and it's inside your house and you're outside and you still use your watch for phone calls, even if, you know, your phone is charging and stuff. I use my watch all the time and I recently got it. Oh, you mentioned something earlier that I found uh, across, which is the Dreamcast. Yeah, but those were sold. I thought they were good. I love those it, Dreamcasts. I, I think it was it was out of its time. Yeah, too too early. Too early, yeah. You think it should have waited for like the PS2 to come out? Before they pushed that out. I felt like the PS2 is what killed it. Yeah, it did, didn't it? Actually, no, the play. Yeah, PS2, the first PlayStation. The PlayStation. Yeah, PlayStation, and the 64 killed it. N64 actually sucked compared to everything. The only reason N64 did well is Smash Bros. That and probably just the fact that uh, Nintendo fanboys were really hyped about it. I had a 64 and I liked it. Don't get me wrong. But, here, but, but when I look at it, Sega was better in every single way. Right. It whether was. it was whether it was the previous console or the Dreamcast. You know what? Um, every game that I owned that I had on the PlayStation and I owned it on the 64, the 64 version was always better than the PlayStation version. I disagree. Mortal Kombat. All right. Look at. All right. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm going to rebuttal or not rebuttal that one. Um, Wrestling games was better on 64 than it was on PlayStation. I mean, I guess. I mean, it just really depends on what the game you're playing to, I guess, you know. Like, Spyro, if you, I'm not going to compare Spyro with, like, a game from, like, 64, you know, because Spyro was fucking awesome. What can you compare it to, though? I I don't know. That, yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. They had that little squirrel, or I think they had, like, a squirrel game where they were killing, like, teddy bears or some shit on 64. You know what? Nope. Don't Maybe- they had a South Park game on the 64 and the PlayStation. It was better on the 64. I don't know about that, but you're you're entitled to your opinion. I mean, it would Dreamcast would have like had all these games like the 64 did and the PlayStation did. Probably would have done so much better. Honestly, I'm surprised the 64 actually worked out because of the delayed release and the weird ass controller. Yeah, well, the weird ass controller, I think weirdly worked into the charm because it was so different <laughs> yeah they're like oh i'm actually holding a gun you know <laughs> you know what i mean it's just i, I like, mean it, when it, you're playing it, like golden it's three banana. well no it's three bananas though yeah they had i mean they had a they had a gun for the nes they had yeah, one for the yeah. super duck NES. hunting duck hunting yeah i 
Did, did they actually have one for the 64? No, they didn't have it, but it just the way the controller is because the Z button was trigger button. So yeah, when you're playing like yeah, 007, it's like you're actually like shooting. They kept the Z button. Yeah, they kept it. I I, I only played a Dreamcast a couple of times because I only had my I never owned one, but my friends did, and you know I thought it was cooler than what I had. And I'm like, you know, I, went, I wish my parents would have bought me the Dreamcast, but knowing now that it failed, I'm glad they didn't. Nintendo's Virtual Boy. The Virtual Boy. Yeah. <laughs> that was a fail. Yeah, technically it is. It It is. The worst thing is, is it was one of those things that was before its time because we now have other VR technologies yeah. that actually work, that actually people like, like the Oculus and stuff. Apparently it failed because people were experiencing like headaches from like looking at it. Oh, well, it's because like, they didn't have the technology down yeah. yet. Like what, 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 what is it? What, the Virtual Boy? Yeah, what is it? It straps around your head and you play games through it. That's it. I mean, I think that's kind of cool. Virtual Boy. Was that for the NES or was it for the uh, Nintendo? I mean, I mean, I would like to play Duck Hunt with a Virtual Boy. Yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll feel like you're actually shooting a real duck in real life. But cartoony. I'm pretty sure it was a system on its own. Oh, okay. As a computer guy, something that like has got me uh that was like a failed thing was like zip drives and jazz drives. They're basically like floppy drives but bigger. You they were like the in between of floppy drive to USB flash drives. Yeah, I can see why it failed. Look at it. Yeah, yeah. I can see why it failed already. Why? It looks stupid. I mean it it's it looks like a floppy drive. Yeah, yeah. Floppy drives were big back in the day. The problem is, I, I think, is that because they had bigger sizes physically, they had to get a new drive. That's so freaking stupid looking. You're better off just sticking with a DOS computer and playing like those stupid little floppy disk, you know, floppy disk thing. They essentially are floppy disks. They're just thicker. Yeah, no. That's what they are. They're floppy disks. I mean, the thing is, like, I didn't know what it was until you showed me that. Because you see them in, like, 90s movies all the time, you know. Where well, actually, most of what you see in 90s movies are actual floppy disks. Well, floppy disks. The, the little tiny ones that are, like, this thick. No, I'm like, talking, like, the ones that are, like, you know, for, like, DOS computers and shit. Oh, the big floppies? Yeah, yeah. Those are old. Yeah. People wonder why they're called floppies. It's because the inside of the disk, the inside of the disk is malleable and floppy. Yeah. There's still the out the outside is now hard and plastic, but the inside is still it's still a floppy. See, disc. I didn't understand that growing up because we had a DOS computer and we had those type of discs. I didn't know like how the computer was actually reading that piece of plastic. It's a magnetic. Yeah, thing. yeah, I didn't understand that, you know. But now thinking of it, I know how it works. Hard drives work the same way; they're just hard. I'm glad they're they... little platters of metal instead of flimsy pieces of metallic plastic. Now imagine if you're a business worker, right? Will you want to carry around that fucking big ass fucking hard drive with you all the time just so, you know for work? No, of course not. That's why floppies, yeah, and floppies and zip drives existed. Jazz drives were the next incarnation that were lasted even even less. It was basically like a hard drive but removable. That's how big it was. Now, something that I would like to talk about. I don't know if you're if you're still if you're still wanting to talk about the uh, failed inventions. But something that's like 
on my mind on this topic is like inventions that have died out and then have come back. Like what? Well, records is one thing. Oh, retro. Okay, because you can go out and buy a retro uh, record player and stuff. Right? Retro record player? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not even retro mo- at this point. Modern literally, record player. Literally that looks retro. Literally, there are artists that release to, uh, that release to records now on purpose. It's not like oh, we're gonna we're, we're gonna. Get, it's not like oh, enthusiasts are buying these. No, people go out and buy records because they think the sound is better. It, it, it is actually. Because I have a record player upstairs. I just don't have many records to play on it. And it, the quality of the sound is better. I don't know. I only, it's better than a radio. I'm not going to say it's better than, you know, a surround sound, better than, you know, your TV. It is better than listening on, like, a the prob- know, The problem I radio. is if it's if it was an analog to, like, an analog recording onto, like, a master and then copied from the master to the record, right. maybe. But most music is produced digitally now, which means that you're taking digital music and imprinting it physically to turn it back into a digital, to turn it back into. Yeah, uh, I mean, it depends on the, the oh, what is it called, genre of the music, too? Genre? I, I genre. pronounce it genre. Genre? Yeah. Depends on the genre of genre the music, genre. too. Like, you're not going to sit there and put a freaking record in listening to death metal. It's not going to sound that great, you know? Because you're going to have all this stuff going in, you know, together without, you know. When like, this first started, it, it, I I thought it was mostly just hipsters trying to bring back trends. Well, yeah, you're looking at, mm, bop, dip, you know. Like, but I've seen it is more and more popular ooh, for blop, every blop, type blop, of music and music, everything. Surf music. And you, you can actually buy more records now, uh, like let's say Walmart, than you can buy CDs. All right, what's cheaper to b- produce? records or cds i don't know see that's the biggest question like maybe records might be cheaper to produce that's why they did that but like another thing that's coming uh, i got you thinking did i no another thing that's coming back though is slot cars what Which is it slot cars like they're the ones they race on like a track with electricity oh okay yeah yeah, yeah like a little trigger gun they still they're do coming that. back yeah like what is it called they, slot died, car out, race? they died out like the 80s yeah they're like Early that's 90s. it's really popular now slot car racing and yeah stuff. yeah they even do that here in ohio now yeah my dad keeps going to shops and buying slot cars yeah it's big he just bought a new track he got a four four lane track now no shit yeah he went from two lanes to four i'm like holy crap i got my own i got one car you know i gotta have at least four if you do a tournament four cars yeah four of your own no, you can borrow other people's cars, but you need four cars in tournaments. I was talking to a guy about it at work. Because you got to, like, you, it's not about who wins, like, you know, the fastest car. It's about, like, trying to time everything perfectly. I thought it was, like, four, like I, I imagined, like, four people. I didn't know each person had to have four cars. Yeah. See, I don't know much about it. But yeah, you got to change your cars on certain type of races and stuff. You know, I, I know there's, there's uh, different tracks. There's even drag ones. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, you got different tracks. You don't want to use, like, a light car on, like, a quick, you know, quick turn, you know. Yeah. Uh, I've seen some of the professional setups. Like, uh, it just depends. You want to pick a car suit for that track. That's all I'm saying. That's why you okay. need, like, four cars. Yeah, I only got one. I don't need more because I'm not planning a tournament. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, if they made the game, or not the game, if they made, like, the tournament more, like, interesting where, like, they have, like, a narrator. Like on television, and he's like, "Slot car racing!" 
let's go. Here's you know, the thing. Is, there used, might, to be, might be there used to be. There used to be. When I was really young, there used to be slot car racing at uh, at the fair. They took that away a while ago. Because it's probably boring. Because you didn't have a narrator. They, no, they had. They had an announcer. He probably sucked at it. Like, he literally had to get into it. But It literally was set up right <laughs> next to the arcade. <laughs> He's got to be like, oh, this guy's winning. He's on first place. Oh, you know, not like Bob just made first place. You know, like bingo. I'm pretty sure yeah. it was like a horse track. <laughs> uh, horse track is uh, is one that's still going. Yeah. It's not actually a you know, surprise. I'm surprised people still like horse tracks. That's why you, you mentioned horses. You know, they made gas masks for horses back in World, World War One. Really? Yeah. You know why that failed? Because they stopped using horses. <laughs> I mean, that's... <laughs> yeah, they obvious. stopped using horses. They didn't want all vehicles. That's a little... Do you do you have any examples? Of what? Stuff that's coming back. Stuff that's coming back? I would say the horse gas mask, you know, because I would buy a gas mask for my horses. Just because you would buy it doesn't mean it's coming back. Yeah, I think the Segway's going to come back. You think the Segway's going to come back? Yeah, they're going to come back. I feel like it tried to come back without the without the handlebars when yeah. they did those uh, hoverboard things. Yeah, I, I feel like eventually it's going to make a comeback. But I, I think the hoverboards failed because they tried to cheaply mass produce them. Yeah. And the batteries were, just, once again, batteries exploding. And actually, the uh, member of the Pebble Watch, that made a comeback because Apple well, made watches. I think smart watches in general is what you're referring to yeah. there. So, yeah, there are inventions that made a comeback, you know, that failed, but they made a comeback. Now, something that's technically come back around as far as technology goes, but still exists, which is annoying the crap out of me, is electric trains. Electric what? Electric trains. Because I, I saw an article recently in which they were trying a, a fully electric train, not diesel electric, but fully electric battery operated train. I'm getting tired of fucking electric, 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 electric. Well, they're trying it in Toledo. At least that's why I was here. Oh, we get a blackout. We know why, you know. But they're, they're trying this train out with its fully electric, basically battery operated, right? Do you know what a fully op? You know an example of a fully electric train? Trolleys. Try, okay. Trolleys are fully electric. Yeah, they are. They run by cable. Yep. Basically, the cable turns them on, and they run on the electricity from the cable. Yep. Just like the, the only difference between a trolley and that train is size and battery. I mean, that's how like those like little kid you know train sets work. You know, electricity and yeah, you know, trolleys. And I just think it's dumb that they're acting like it's a brand new thing when it's, it's been- not. It's not. First of all, diesel electric's been a thing for a while. They use a diesel generator to electric to run an electric train. You know, diesel is a lot cleaner than what people make it out to be. Even though it's you know, diesel is like smokier, it's actually a lot cleaner than what gasoline is. Yeah, I don't know, maybe. It it is. I'll take your word on that one. Oh shoot, I know something that came back. Nokia. Nokia made another phone. You know that old indestructible Nokia phone? They came back and made another one. Oh, did, did they really? Yeah. Um, do you think BlackBerry will ever come back to? I doubt it. It's funny because my sister bought a BlackBerry when they first came out. And she she loved it. But then, you know, smartphones came out shortly after that. Going back to, like, failed technology, 
hold on a second. This isn't actually a technology so much as I mean, technically it is a technology, but it's more just operating system, which was Windows 8. <laughs> Windows 8. Yeah. Didn't Honestly, they, for, didn't they force 8, you to download that? The idea too? they did not force people to download Windows 8. Because wasn't Vista out around that time too? Yeah, people hated Vista, but yeah. Vista was not as bad as people claimed it was. Windows 8 was kind of a, an avenue for them to try to push towards one system for both of their like their, their mobile platform that they had and their desktop. And people hated it because of the fact that it was missing the home screen, the desktop. The thing that Windows is most familiar of, the thing it's known for is having a desktop and a Windows button at the corner. That is so fucking stupid. And they tried, they got rid of it in attempts to make it look a lot more like their mobile platform. Their what, Windows what, start screen. What year was that? Uh, 2012. There's a lot of stuff that happened in 2012. I didn't. I didn't own. A, I didn't own a computer at the time, so I never had a. You know. You know what? Like another like crazy invention that was I'm looking at right now. It's called a uh, Cinerama movie. Basically, what it is, they would take like a uh screen and like do like a wrap around. You know, like how like those old TVs oh. are. But they had like separate, you know, booths for the, you know, cam or for the projectors. Ah, I thought that was a cool concept. And, you know, and it was really good, you know, really good quality and everything. But the problem was that a lot of movie theaters didn't want to spend the movie for the worker, didn't want to spend the money for the upgrade, you know, back in the day. I mean, there were quite a few of those that did that. I think there, there was one, I think, that had it so that it would go above you and then all the way down around. Yeah, I thought that was cool. And I think that actually, you know, like now you're seeing like TVs making a comeback where like they're like rounded. Yeah, but rounded TVs aren't quite the same because the TV itself is what's projecting it. You right. don't have the projections from multiple angles. and Right. And I feel like it would be better for more like, you know, computer screens. Like if you're, you know, wanting to get that full video game experience there is there is a debate between going from multiple screens to one big curved screen so that you have bigger real estate without having the divider in the middle of the screen so right yeah yeah like that is a thing so yeah but this was uh that projector idea i was like back in like you know like but if you're gonna call on that i think something that i missed from my childhood is what's known as a 4D movie, which admittedly is cheesy, but basically it's a 3D movie theater with the glasses and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then with effects to, to help you experience it with smells and, like, they'd spray mist at you and... What the fuck? Yeah. Fuck. I think the, the, one, the one I experienced was one that was featuring uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. Where you experienced it as if you, as if the audience got got hit by the shrunk ray from, remember like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, but the audience got hit with the with the shrink ray. <laughs> the audience. So you got you got to experience what was known as like where was like the, like I I want to say it was Sea World. That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. They had they had like this these things that because there was a scene where the dog sneezed in the movie and they sprayed you with water. 
makes it seem that like is he, badass. I oh my god. And they would they would release certain like you know like how they have like, dog the pit dog pisses on the camera and then you get like sprayed with urine. Oh, you know? No, they didn't do that. <laughs> but you would you'd feel like you'd feel like like the breath of like different. That things. that is a really cool idea because you'd feel like the air blowing past you, and it'd be not just not just a fan, but it'd be warm air. Now let me ask you: Do they do scary movies too, like horror? Like so, if someone gets stabbed, or you know, someone get their like head cut off, and the blood hits the camera. They, they, I don't know, but that'd be great. Oh my god, that'd be the ultimate <laughs> horror experience. And it'll be like warm, you know, liquid. You know, that's oh right. yeah, <laughs> it'd basically be warm water, but it would be it'd be messed up. Yeah, SeaWorld is probably the only place you could get away with that though, because of the water. You're expecting to get wet at SeaWorld. Especially if you're sitting in the front row. Whatever. Can you imagine how many like people that didn't know what they're getting themselves into that walks into like one of those? <laughs> yeah, I, I understand <laughs> that, but I thought that was cool. And that is cool. And I don't think they do that anymore. If they do, I've never, I haven't heard of it. So, I mean, it's probably because people get butt hurt, you know, and probably failed that way. Yeah, I think we should wrap it up. I'm Ben C. Roller. And I'm Willie. Peace. Peace. Back in 2012, they had this invention where they would put these like little cat ears on people's heads. Then these ears would move, you know, with people's emotions and stuff. Oh my god, this is like the start. This is the beginning of furries right here. (laughs) I don't feel like it was the beginning, but I I, that probably contributed to it. (laughs)